Hi, this is Jeff Berwick, the chief editor of The Dollar Vigilante, and you're listening to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. And firstly, you have to be brave. It's, it's really important because most people, they live in their comfort zone and they're not able to leave their comfort zone. For example, do a lot of critical decisions which are necessary and important in this opt-out liberation process. This is Dream Chasers, episode 103 with Pavel Luptak. Hey guys, hi grandma. This is Adam Carswell and welcome to Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. On Dream Chasers, we bring next level talent to the light. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to the interview. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell and today I'm joined by Pavel Luptek. Pavel is the author of My Crypto Liberation Story, achieving both economic and personal freedom by being both global and flexible. He was born in Slovakia. He's also a fellow Liberlandian of mine. Uh, and he currently, funny enough, he was born in Slovakia, but currently has no permanent residency in Europe. He's a permanent resident of the country of Panama. He does not use any bank accounts. He'll, he'll tell you a little bit here. He uses, I guess, for a little bit of uh, cash, debit card transactions when he has to. He has companies in four countries, customers in 50 and family in six. There's a lot of that intro there that I left out that I'm going to leave up to you, Pavel. If you could um, elaborate a little bit more, I know one thing that I've never said to <laughs> about a person on their intro on this show before is that they don't use any bank accounts. I'm sure I have some listeners out there that are just scratching their head immediately, like, what is this guy doing where he's not using any bank accounts? So how have you, uh, you know, could you just give us a little light on that? Okay, so it's not 100% true. Some of my companies, they still use bank account. Some of my companies are crypto only, so then they don't use bank accounts at all. And me personally, I use like something, uh, what is called like a SEPA, crypto SEPA gateways. So I use specific crypto services that help, that help me to be compatible uh, with the fiat world or the traditional banking world. And so I try, so for example, all my invoices, all my expenses, almost everything I pay in crypto and it's possible. Especially because now I spend a lot of time in Prague, which is crypto city. Um, by the way, greetings from Prague. It means that the, the biggest e-shops or even like the biggest physical shops, they accept crypto. So live in Prague uh, with crypto is very comfortable and you basically don't, don't need to use government money. Very interesting. I did not realize um, how open Prague was to uh, the concept of doing transactions with cryptocurrency, something that makes me want to visit there now a little bit more than I did before. So Pavel, and actually I should say, you know, for our listeners too, guys, we first got connected through Liberland. We recently did the fifth anniversary presentation seminar um, on April 11th of this year. And Pavel was one of our speakers. He's an author. This is not his first book. Pavel, actually, I don't know if you want to just speak a little bit about some other, some of the other pieces of work that you've written. Okay. So, uh, to be sincere, this is my the first big book I'm I'm just writing. I wrote like a hundred, maybe thousands of different articles. I'm the co-founder of Parallel Police, which is a unique concept. Uh, we organized probably the biggest crypto anarchistic conference in Prague. Uh, Parallel Police is a very interesting concept. Uh, we strongly believe that we are basically crypto anarchists, and we strongly believe that we have cryptocurrencies to help us to achieve more personal and economic freedom. Uh, so we consider crypto technologies as liberation tools uh, which provide, a, uh, provide us more and more, more freedom. 
so so especially in this topic i pub publish a lot of articles a lot of blogs a lot of documents and also i'm privacy extremist so i'm focused on privacy and my technical background i mean my company is ethical hacking so i'm the computer hacker uh, so we do penetration test uh, security audit and we are trapping companies to improve their security of their systems. Very interesting. Well, thank you, Pavel. Uh, guys, we are now going to step into the next level chamber. So, Achieving both economic and personal freedom by being both global and flexible. That is the topic of today's discussion. And I have to say, Pavel, what inspired you to write a book on this topic? My personal life. This is quite interesting that my, how to say, my, my life patterns have not been changed during the recent 10 or 15 years. I, I'm still living the same life like I, was, uh, I lived before. I started to become, or I started to become not the criminal, but uh, I realized that a lot of things I, w I want to do, it's not possible to do that. I mean, for example, a lot of banking restrictions like KYC, AML, a lot of regulation were introduced, uh, which really complicate, uh, complicate my life. And that was the reason why I decided to find, uh, to find a way how to opt out of the system just because uh, it was just bothering me. And, uh, and maybe five years ago, I started my personal liberation process. I did it because of me and because uh, it took me a lot of years of my life. I think that these personal experiences may be useful how to for a lot of people, potential readers of my book, so, uh, so this, uh, this was the reason why I decided to write all this how-to and create my my book about this topic because I just I just want to op I just wanted to opt out of the system. And firstly, I started um, I started in the way that I I decided to uh, renounce my permanent residence in Slovakia. Then I got the permanent residence in Panama. Then I stopped using a uh, mobile operator in Slovakia. Then I got mobile operator like global mobile operator then i cancel my healthcare insurance agreement and i switch to the global healthcare insurance then i i close my bank accounts uh, then i switch to using cryptocurrencies so it just it, it took a lot of uh, many years and finally i can say i am pretty free free person now yeah i love it and I think uh, one thing that just comes to my attention from your experience is, you know, to really be a, tr a truly free individual living life on your own terms to the best of your ability. It takes a lot of research, not of, I mean, you had to learn how to do all of these, all these things that you've done. And I think that's where there is a little bit of a disconnect. You know, every, at the end of the day, everyone wants to be free. Everyone says that they're free. You know, 99% of the population either doesn't have access to the information that thankfully you're now sharing with us, or they just don't have the work ethic or the drive to actually, you know, set themselves free. They rather rely on someone else to, uh, to feed them essentially. You know, I definitely view myself as someone who leans more towards your direction. And I guess the only thing that, that kind of makes me, uh, 
sometimes feel stuck is, you know, I see, I see the sense, I see the logic, I see the the direction in which you're going. And I, you know, I kind of wish more people would. (laughs) So that's why we're we're doing this interview. I mean, can you relate to any, any of that that I've just shared? Yeah. So I think you have to have like a hacker's mindset. I I hope I, fortunately I, I have it because um, before I, I work like an ethical ethical hacker, so now I have two um, ethical hacking companies. So you have to have like hacker mindset, which is pretty universal and global, uh, which means that you are capable and able to to look for uh, weaknesses, loopholes, or any vulnerabilities, and and you also you should have be able to combine all these weaknesses together from the global perspective, and when you are able to do that, you can quite easily, or you can, you can achieve this uh, opt-out process more easily, I think. And firstly, you have to be brave. It's, it's really important because most people, they live in their comfort zone and they're not able to leave their comfort zone. For example, do a lot of critical decisions which are necessary and important in this opt-out liberation process. I love that. You have to be brave. That is so, so key. And uh, just want to reemphasize that to everyone listening right now. You have to be brave if you want to be free. So thank you, Pavel. Guys, we are now roughly halfway through our interview. So it's about that time. Here's a quick sample from your next level track of the week. Elderly People by Carta and Chocolate Puma. I've seen Chocolate Puma live before at Echo Stage, by the way, with my brother and sister, Paul and Leah. So... I love this one. Elderly people work at snakes, dogs, chicken, cats, snakes, dogs, chicken, chicken, dogs, snakes, cat, chicken, dogs, elderly people work at snakes, dogs, chicken, cat, snakes, dogs, chicken, chicken, dogs, snakes, cat, chicken, dogs, elderly people work at So coming back, Pavel, to the mindset, the courage mindset, being brave, you know, taking a risk. Some people will say, you know, life is, I mean, I'll put it this way. I play life as if life is a game and I play to win. And it sounds like you play to win. If anything, I actually want to play to win more, more like you (laughs) as best as I can. So I'm getting ready to read this book. You know, what, what advice do you have for someone who maybe does have that certain level of courage, but again, this is their first time even thinking or hearing this message. You know, what's the, what's the best first step? I think you cannot lose if you fail in this situation. Uh, it is still possible to, for example, to open your bank account again. It's still possible to get your original uh, permanent residency. So, so what I think is it, it is always worth to try it. Just, just the fact that most people are not able to do that means nothing. You should, you should just try it because if you're not able to uh, sacrifice some energy and uh, some effort, you, you never will be free. That's my yeah. <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> Absolutely. And so um, 
I know in our call or in our chat before the call, you mentioned the country of Paraguay, which sounds like there's some pretty compelling aspects of that country in regards to residency. You're currently a resident of Panama, which I've heard nothing but good things about for the past three years, if, you know, maybe even more than that now. Two countries that certainly have my attention. And again, talking to you now gets me thinking even more about a future in, in those areas of the world. What's so compelling about Panama? And then what, I guess, what also are some things about Paraguay that have your interest? Okay, so, so what is quite interesting about Panama is that um, Panama is a territorial taxation country, which means that uh, you are obligated to pay your, your taxes only, only from your domestic or local income. So if you have any foreign income, yeah, you have no obligation, uh, not only not to pay any taxes, but even uh, not to submit your tax declaration, which is pretty cool. And yeah. this, is valid, this is valid for your Panamanian company, and it's valid also for you as a Panamanian resident. In case, uh, what about Paraguay? Paraguay is an interesting country because it's also a territorial taxation country, but also for like a, like a physical person, for, for people, not for companies, uh, for not, not for companies anymore. But what is quite interesting about Paraguay is that getting permanent residency in Paraguay is probably two times cheaper than in Panama. And also uh, another feature advantage of uh, Paraguay is that it's not perceived as, as a typical offshore country or tax paradise country, you know, like from this point of view, for example, Panama uh, now is in the, on the black list uh, for European, you know, so that was the reason why I decided to, uh, to get the uh, permanent residency also in Paraguay because it's still not blacklisted country. Uh, another thing you should be aware is that when you are when you, when you when you are like a, doing all these optimization, you should be aware that it's temporary. Nothing is forever. Even like human life is not forever. But especially, especially in this situation, you should be aware that everything you do, maybe you change it. For example, in six months, two years, you don't know. You know, so everything right. is very flexible. So that's why the factor of flexibility is crucial. Because um, if you want to achieve your freedom, you have to be flexible. If you are not willing to be flexible, if you are not able to adopt to new, new things, new regulation, new legislation, it may be really difficult to, to achieve more freedom. So that's why this factor of flexibility is crucial. Yes, completely agree. Flexibility and, and you know, just being aware. I think that's a huge skill that is important to focus on is your awareness and yeah, never, never just kicking your feet back and relaxing and saying, okay, I'm, I'm good forever. <laughs> as Pavel just said, things are always changing. Plus again, I think that that kind of makes life more fun as we've discussed so far. Uh, Pavel, we're getting close to the end of our time here today. Uh, I'm sure you and I are going to have some more conversations moving forward. I'm loving this one. What are some more details on the launch of the book? When will it be available for you know, myself and my listeners? So, so, uh, I'd like to, uh, Publish this book immediately after my Paraguay trip, which uh, which will be in the in the end of August. So it's quite likely in the beginning of September or October. Uh, this book uh, this book will be ready. Uh, first, I would like to make like a crypto pre-sales for all people who want to buy using crypto, mm-hmm. and then later after one month, uh, I would like to start official um, sales, probably at Amazon.com. Okay, perfect. And I guess to keep in touch with you in the meantime, where are most of your articles? What's the best way to get in touch with you? How can we do yeah. that? 
I use I use uh, two platforms uh, because I like decentralization. I use Steemit. So Steemit, okay. Steemit, Steemit.com, you can, you can find more, my article when you just search for my name. And also I use uh, platformyours.org, which is something similar. It's a, a decentralized block system. I'm familiar with Steemit. What was the second one again? Yours. How do you spell that? Uh, y o u r s dot org. Okay. Okay. So, so it's uh, so the second second platform uh, where you can find my, my articles. Also, I used to publish a lot of articles in our company uh, company website, uh, which are focused on privacy, digital security, and all these privacy related topics. I definitely want to start in the following month special website including fan page which will be focused on my book only or the topics my, my books topics only so this is my goal okay great well i've got three quick questions for you here just rapid fire questions i know i didn't tell you about these in advance but i'm sure you can handle them uh, answer them in whatever way you like to first one is what is your favorite type of weather second one what is your favorite snack food and the third one is, what is your favorite book? <laughs> okay. Okay, so weather. You know, because I'm a perpetual traveler, uh, the best weather for me is that one, uh, which is changing all the time, you know. <laughs> because, so, so, so that's the reason why I cannot live uh, at one place more than a few months or maybe a few weeks, you know, like before this uh, coronavirus pandemic, I, I was traveling every few days to... To new and new to, to different new places so so i like the change okay uh, for me panama it's it's fine for one week or few days but it's just too hot mm -hmm. uh, in europe you know, like central europe for example it's fine but winters uh are pretty tough yeah i prefer maybe weather in spain or portugal okay yeah maybe california is fine yeah but I, I but we, I don't know how how much snow do you have in uh, California because I like uh, skiing. <laughs> okay, so I so so I like change. I I, I like when weather is changing all the time. And uh, second Sna question snack. was my favorite snack. My favorite snack. Okay, so so uh, it's called Treska, and it's unique Slovak national fast food snack. <laughs> okay, and it's basically. It's, it's from fish. It's like special oh, wow. mixed okay. fish. Yeah. And it's very delicious. I really like uh, I think that except uh, the Czech Republic and Slovakia, you are not able to buy it anywhere else. Uh, so this is my snack. And the third question was? Third question is, what is your favorite book? That might be a tough one, but maybe uh, one of your favorites. My, my, my favorite. oh, it's, it's so complicated now. <laughs> uh, because I read so many books. Uh, we'll just go with whatever one is top of mind for you right now. Okay, so so maybe okay. So so for example, one of my favorite author is definitely Paul Rosenberg, uh, Rosenberg from Chicago, and I really appreciate his uh, or one of my life changing book was uh, from him, and the name of the book is A Lodging. It's it's the quote from uh, from Bible, by the way, A Lodging of Wavering Man. That's the that's the, the type of book. And, it's, and it's, it's because the book is about liberation, about like a mindset liberation, human liberation. I, I really love it. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to check that one out after we finish this. And, and I think it's 
I can say it, it changed my life a lot. Wow. Okay. All right. Last, last thing here, Pablo. I know I told you this before our call. Can you give a shout out to someone you've never given a shout out to before? <laughs> okay. So to all freedom-minded people, I think that just now during pandemic, it's the best time when we, when we can organize and, and start to build parallel systems. I, don't, I mean, Parallel Police, Liberland, all these projects that, that can significantly improve our freedom in the following years. So I strongly recommend to all people who, are, who love freedom that to realize that uh, we are facing different, different kinds of totality and I don't believe in the, in the reform or in the change of the, the current uh, authoritative system. So, so I strongly believe we should build a power system. And that's the, my shout out. <laughs> shout out to the world. I love it. Very yeah, unique shout true. out. And uh, I, I totally uh, back you up on that one, man. That's good to hear. All right. Well, Pavel, thank you so much for joining us here today. I'm really looking forward to getting this interview out there. Okay. Thanks a lot, uh, Adam, for your invitation. Absolutely. Guys, thank you for tuning into Dream Chasers, interviews with the future. We will catch you in the next episode. Remember, in all you think, say, and do, take it to the next level.